Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Well, when Bobby Blades and I were trying to get this podcast off the ground, we had a lot of questions. How do we record an episode? How do we get our show into all the apps people like to listen to? How do we make money from our podcast? The answer to every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcast. Best of all, it is 100% free. That's one of my three favorite four-letter F words. It's also ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. As a matter of fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. Now, admittedly, I am not a rocket surgeon. I'm not tech savvy. I need things to be super simple. Anchor makes it easy for us. We create the content and Anchor does all the rest of the work. I dig that the most. So if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start to join the Inhumans and a diverse community of like-minded degenerate podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear your podcast. You know I'll be listening. Nuclear Heat Graphics. We have such sights to show you. You, Hulk Hogan, must self-destruct. Retro cartoons and entertainment. A fellow chucker, eh? Portraits, customized posters, fan posters, and so much more. NuclearHeatGraphics.com Art makes us human. mysterious world of the inhuman experience a paranormal podcast where we explore the strange and unexplained my name is bobby anthem and with me as always he will creep through your window at night and probe you anally for scientific purposes my partner my ace my fellow inhuman bobby blades what's up man? you're you're not exactly inaccurate with that assumption there i have been known to do some anal probing um but yeah, it's I've all heard good. the conversations with, yeah. with uh, shout out to Blind Mommy. <laughs> oh shit, yeah. Um, yeah, you've heard my misadventures in anal, but this is not about anal. I'm just kicking back with some Sam Adams winter lager, and uh, I want to hear some UFO stories. Oh yeah, so for that, we got with us. Once again, one of our best friends, one of the one of the best people that we have met in, uh, within our little podcast community, the 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 best of us. We got Papa Dave sincere. What is happening, Papa Dave? You need to stop that shit right now. Make me. <laughs> no. Make me. <laughs> uh, dude, I, uh, thank you for having me on again man i, I really appreciate this and and listen i'm I, though i'm feeling very very uncomfortable with the anal probing conversation <laughs> oh, it I, hasn't I'm, gotten uncomfortable yet i'm gonna muscle right through see what i did there muscle right through uh and and, and we'll uh uh you know we're we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna push ahead we're gonna muscle push. through we're gonna push it <laughs> and then and, and get the job done 
Hell yeah, get right to the meat of the uh, of the matter. What here, kind of here, what sir, kind of thing. lube are we using? That's what I want to know. Lube is for pussies. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Don't vaginas That's make their own right lube there. though? We don't. We really don't need lube for vaginas, but we definitely need it for buttholes. Pishaw. <laughs> Pishaw. That's malarkey. <laughs> This has gone to a place where I was not expecting. Quickly, <laughs> so. too. Yeah, leave it to me can... to uh, leave it to me to elevate a situation to a critical. Yeah, yeah, it ejaculated to a whole new level. See, there so, you uh... go again. I was trying to bring it back on track, and well, what let's you bring did. it back, man. <laughs> let's bring it back, and, and we're gonna shy away from the probing. I don't think there's any probing, um, in the in uh, what we're gonna be hearing today. We'll see where it goes. I can assure you there was no probing involved. There was no probing done by Dave, anyway. (laughs) Or or any other higher intelligence. Hmm. Okay, so that that just leaves me, then. That was you. I'm the lower intelligence. (laughs) He's the lower intelligence. (laughs) Oh, man, so... As we were talking before, Dave, you um yeah, you were filling us in on uh, your own personal experiences with uh, certain events. Um, after we had done the the the, the first show we did, I had to kind of clued you in on a story, something that happened to me. Uh, and, and let me go ahead and give the date here because I very specifically even remember the night it happened. Christmas Eve night, 1972. <clears throat> we were spending Christmas at my aunt and uncle's house in Fairfield, Louisiana, which, I mean, it's not a town. It's, it's a spot on the map. They were, they're country folk. And we were out there ha- having Christmas Eve. <clears throat> and as was a tradition in our family, the kids got to open a present on Christmas Eve. My cousin lucked in or lucked out and he uh, opened his walkie talkies with batteries. Didn't have to go buy batteries. So we start pestering the parents. Can we take them outside? Can we go play? And they finally say, yeah, get your coats on. You can go outside and and mess with the walkie talkies, which is what we did. We go out the front door. He goes in one direction around the house. I go in the other. Uh, As I said, my uncle's out in the country. There's a lot of land. Uh, a lot of uh, uh, yard and property. So we're just going in all different directions, messing around. We end up at the back porch. Some, I don't know how long later, but there we are at the back porch. Now, this was one of these really rare nights in the deep south. Uh, If you've ever uh, lived here during the winter for any length of time, every now and then we'll get these really cold, really clear nights that are just absolutely beautiful. <clears throat> and it, this was one of those nights. You could see everything. And them living out in the country, it was all there. The sky was just lit up. So we're standing there at the back porch, and we're holding the walkie-talkies and looking up, and I catch a light going across the sky, way, way up there. Of course, I think it's plain, and I'm just looking, and I'm looking. And <clears throat> as I watch it go across, just to mess around, because, you know, my cousin and I were kids. I'm 12 years old. He's 10. I nudge him and go, hey, man, you see that light up there? That's probably one of them flying saucers with spacemen in it. 
and 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 uh, he gets on the walkie-talkie and says something like, "Hey, spaceman, why don't you come on down here?" I looked at him and chuckled, and I looked back up, and for a second I lost the light, but then I found it. It had stopped, and I knew it. That's what it was. That 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 light was what I was watching go across the sky. A couple of seconds after he gets off the walkie-talkie, the light goes in the opposite direction. Pretty much the same. It's got it's going at a good clip, but it's not like blazing across the sky. <clears throat> Two things I found extremely unusual: that it stopped and went the other way, and that it seemed to do so right after my cousin uh, got on the walkie-talkie. I understand now that's purely a coincidence. I'm quite certain. But the other, nobody has ever really given me a solid explanation as to what exactly it is or why it did, why it stopped and went in the other direction. So at that point, I was convinced I had seen something. Not exactly sure what, but it was something really different. Did I have a migraine? No, I didn't have, I don't suffer from migraines. Jiminy Christmas, this always goes down to what's wrong with me. There's lots wrong with me, but <laughs> um, okay. I was absolutely convinced I had seen something weird. Now, the big questions come up. Do I, to this day, do I absolutely believe I saw an, a spacecraft from another world? I'm not sure. As I said, I, over the years, I've asked people in all kinds of uh, positions and, and who have done various and sundry things, maybe in or around or with uh, aeronautics or, or airplanes, what could it have been? They kind of just shrug their shoulders. Who knows? Maybe you saw a flying saucer. <clears throat> but I think more importantly than that, and, and, and seeing a, a, a crazy light in the sky for me is pretty important, but even more important, I think is what the experience did <clears throat> in that I think, you know, as I would just recall it over the years, it would slowly just open my mind a little further and a little further to the possibilities of, you know, what's out there. Well, what's, what's it? Who lives out there? We can't be alone. This is, it just seems completely impossible that we are alone here. And that, for me, has been the greatest benefit of that experience in that it's pushed me to, to read, to study, to watch, uh, to become a fan of, uh, all things surrounding the esoteric and the paranormal and the conspiratorial. You know, I really dig that stuff because it, it, it allows me to, to take that part of me that wants to, you know, go to that open door, you know, and think a little bit broader about things. Because when you talk about UFOs and, and anything surrounding that, eight times out of ten you're going to get the, where's this tinfoil hat? You know, he's obviously, you know, sure. Like uh, uh, Luke saying, did I have a migraine? <clears throat> That's the pervasive thought these days, that if you saw something like that, there's a possibility that, you know, you – you may have imagined it or your perceptions were wrong or uh, there's a possibility that uh, there may have been something going on in, in your life or with you physically <clears throat> that could have caused the phenomenon. Uh, the only thing I had going on with me that I can recall that night is I had probably eaten a little too much of my aunt's chocolate pie. <laughs> That's the, the, If I really 
concentrate and think back. That might have been it. Maybe I ate a little too much chocolate pie and, and had a chocolate pie experience, but I don't think so. I honestly think I saw something unusual enough to set me on a course that's put me up till today still willing to listen to somebody else's story and think back to mine and and, and everything exp- and, and involved with it. See, for me, that's the best part about stories like that and, and people's experiences like that, that even in cases where it's disproven, you know, uh, even in cases where the person is convinced that they didn't see what they thought they saw, it still leaves your mind open. It still, it still, uh, it still leaves you more ready to listen and and believe, you know. And and I like that. It 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 helps with imagination. It helps with I would even say compassion, you know. Um, it helps you to seek out more. You know, look for more, look for deeper truths and look for other people who might see things a little differently. And it helps you to accept that we don't know everything that's going on. Right. We don't know. We have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) We've only we don't even have, I'd say, a quarter of the puzzle. We may have a little sliver of that puzzle. Well, and, you know, and that's the most for me, even realizing that, you know, there are guys out in it, and I, hell, I was listening to a show earlier today. I'm not going to call out the show because even though I listen to it on the on a semi regular basis, I don't care for it very much. It's a a conspiratorial style podcast, and it was about UFOs, and then it got to be about you know, uh, are they messing with the weather and and chemtrails and contra? And I don't know, okay, but um. <clears throat> Dude, for me, the most important thing about this, and I, I got to reemphasize this, is not just the open-mindedness, but the experience itself was powerful enough, and I, I mentioned this earlier, to carry me even to today with the curiosity still of what's out there. And, 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 and you know, uh, Bobby's right. We just have a little bit of the puzzle, if, there, if it's even a puzzle. And hell, let me say this because I think it always bears saying, if it's even real. Because if, if nobody, if, if everybody is 100% absolutely, it's, it's completely real, uh, then brother, you better have something in your hand when you're saying it. Or you should have something in your hand. Exactly. But to say, you know based on the evidence and based on everything I've read and based on even my little sliver of an experience. And, and, you know, I've talked to a few other people over the years and, and, and hell, even my experience in, in becoming a fan of science fiction and all of these other things, you know, I can trace it back to that. I can go back to that and say, I was willing to, 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 uh, uh, think a little bit further about what's out there or think a little, you know, <clears throat> for me, uh, close encounters of the third time kind isn't just a movie. It's, it's almost like church. Oh, really? I, lo- I, I love that movie in the regard that, <clears throat> yeah, it's a movie about a cute, you know, kind of doughy little alien and he's all, you know, uh, wacky and weird and his finger glows and I'll be right here and all that good stuff. <clears throat> But it's also about the experience. And that's the whole thing, you know. 
if you've had the experience or if you haven't had it, makes no difference. Because most, you know, the whole experience for me probably lasted no more than a minute, maybe a minute and a half, if I'm honest with myself. <clears throat> but it was enough. It was it was enough of an experience to carry me to the next one and the next one and the next one. And I think that's the most important thing when we're talking about something like, you know, do we believe? Are there UFOs? Are there intelligent uh, civilizations and, and, and life and do they fly in advanced spacecrafts and come to earth or not? Who are they? What do they want? What are their purposes? If this is real. So I've been willing to, to be open-minded on those things because of my experience. And I, you know, and I've tried to remain so through all this time. Yeah. Yeah, and I just want to touch on something that, um, going back to what you said, that nobody has uh, the evidence. And if you say you've got uh, the evidence, you better have something in your hand. Um, the problem with uh, the problem with all of these people making claims is that the evidence that we're presented with is anecdotal at best. So yeah. nobody really has that much to go on when it comes to backing things up. You know, you just have your word. You don't have, uh, there's not really a lot of scientific evidence that I know about. Um, so it's well, like, I, where do we go from there? I agree with that completely. But also on the other side of that, I think uh, everybody needs to remember too that just because cases where we might not have evidence doesn't mean that it doesn't exist, doesn't mean that it's not a, a fact. Like uh, there's legend right now of a, of, of a friend of ours in the podcast community, the pod father, as I like to call him, Anthony Missionary Thomas, mm. was on an episode of the Jerry Springer show way back in the day. We can tell you this. This happened. This was a thing that, is, that actually happened. But uh, you would not find any evidence of that actually happening. We have his word that it happened. We have people who have seen him on there, but you can, you can scour the internet. You're not going to find it. You <laughs> might even, you might even want to contact the show and you're probably not going to find it. There's no evidence of this happening, but it is a fact that it happened. My point is just because we can't present something doesn't mean that it's not a fact. It's just hard to convince people that it's real. Right. And plus everybody with, um, everybody's perception is different and that's kind of the good thing about being human one of the good things is that we all perceive things in our own way we have our own mental filters um and so it's a little bit you you kind of got to wade through the waters there and figure out what you decide to believe or what you don't and i agree and I, i've got a question for you guys <clears throat> what are your your your, your thoughts on um the, the big co government cover-up of, of, of the UFOs, or, or the, the, the quote-unquote, the secret that UFOs really exist. Hmm. I feel like I feel like that's believable, but that's one of those tough ones that you know it just uh, it sounds like it's a bit much to swallow. Like one of one of the one of the best things I heard, and I'm I'm gonna screw this up because I'm just not the best with. Uh, quoting so i will do my best to kind of paraphrase or at least try to make it clear we're talking about 
the same government that we all complain about not being able to do anything right. Like the government screws up everything. So how can the same government that can't do a damn thing right cover up something so huge for so long? Does that make sense? No, you see, because I mean, I, I, I feel pretty much the exact same way. I come from that generation who looks at the government and we, we, we just kind of snicker. You know, it's it's big and it's 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 preponderous and it's sometimes even preposterous, and 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 you know we we see it constantly. You know, with and 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 we've turned to this big giant entity, the government. We're talking about the Fed in Washington or wherever you live, your your particular government. <clears throat> you know, do they have the wherewithal and the means to keep something like this quiet? <clears throat> See, it's always been my opinion that they do, because they just they let the military do their yeah. thing, and as long and, and the military yeah. is very good at hiding things, very good. Um, uh, you know, they've been in the intelligence business for decades, so they're experts at at uh, you know, if they want something to go away, they can make it go away. Yeah. I've always been convinced of that. So, do I believe? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think they could do it. Um, that they've been able to do it this long kind of astounds me. <laughs> but, yeah, I think they can. And, you know, we're, we're in this place right now. But here again, I'll, I'll refer back to something I was listening to the other day. Where there seems to be a lot of people, again, talking about, well, we're at the threshold of confirmation. I mean, we're, we're just about right there. With, uh, and, and I'll refer to something that uh, was just in the news recently. The big Oumuamua um, uh, asteroid that was flying across the sky. Mm -hmm. The weird shape one that kind of looked like a, a Star Destroyer from Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and I get it. I really do. I understand. You look at it, and we all get those warm, goosey feelings from, oh, I remember that from Star Wars. Not knowing it, it, and I mean, it could quite possibly just be a, a hunk of jagged rock that just bumped into another hunk of jagged rock and broke off and is just flying through the atmosphere. And, and, and I also remember where they said uh, uh, as it was leaving the solar system, it seemed to speed up. Yes. Again, yeah, that was again. Just one, of the, just one of the strange things that they can't seem to explain. And then... Not being not being an individual who understands like uh, I don't even know what you would call it celestial dynamics or how things move in space, you know I don't know how things slow down or speed up uh, according to whatever gravities or, or, or forces are pulling or pushing. But it was interesting enough that for the first time, probably in a very 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 long time, credible university uh, scientists and thinkers wrote papers about this thing. Yeah. And, and all they're doing is they just do, did a simple postulation. What if this is some kind of a probe that's passing through, gathering information? It's absolutely possible that this is, is, is something that could be real. And everybody's getting excited. Now we're on the verge of confirmation. But I remember we were on the verge of confirmation in the 80s and in the 90s. And in the double aughts, and then here we are again. Maybe it's time. I don't know. 
I wouldn't get real like uh, all excited about, but you know, maybe we are getting closer to that point where uh, we can open here again. I think this is a, uh, more a question of open mindedness for us than anything else. Maybe we can open our minds to the possibilities and, and, Here's the funny thing about uh, something that happens when, and I know when I experience uh, the occasional bout of open-mindedness, that I'm willing to look at things and think about things that I normally don't think about. Yeah. And, you know, that for this subject, for the subject of UFOs, for, for experiences, and, and, and to be a believer, I think we're going to be a believer it's kind of like being a believer in God. A lot of people believe in God, but have no idea what, who, or what, when, where, or why God is. Right. Right. Same thing with UFOs. Oh, sure, why not? But have no idea who, what, when, where, or why these things are. But then again, we're all of us are in that that uh, same boat. We have nothing. There again, I'll, I'll go to the hands metaphor. We have nothing in our hands, but what we do have is now. Oh my God. 70 years of what Blades mentioned, anecdotal evidence, stories from people I believe to be absolutely credible who have no reason to tell lies and, 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 and uh, just funky things that the government's done and tried to hide and tried to cover up over the years and, you know, weird little papers and, and, and books that have come out, uh, Stanton Friedman uh, studying uh, Project Blue Book and the UFO stuff of the 40s and 50s, uh, uncovering Roswell, uh, which was sort of the, the UFO turning point in this country. Uh, flying saucers uh, kind of stopped being that thing of movie fantasy and, and suddenly turned into something a little more real. You know, so from 1947 on, we, you know, we as a society and hell, me as an individual, we, I've had a love affair with wanting to know more and wanting to believe more and wanting to see more and experience more when it comes to, you know, what's out there. When I look up at the stars, what the hell am I looking at? Who's out there? Exactly. You know, I've, I've thought the same thing a lot of times ever since I was a child. And I had hoped and wished and prayed that uh, one day we would actually come into contact with alien species and, you know, make friends. Not, not like the TV show kind of things, but, you know, just uh, kind of like have an intergalactic union or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Blades, we talk about it all the time. Like, I mean, we may have had one or two uh, long, deep discussions about it earlier on, but still, whenever we have conversations, it, it at least it comes up maybe at least once where we say that we hope at some point during our lifetime they come down, visit us, and do whatever it is they're going to do. <laughs> you know, if they just want to chat, they can chat. If they want to take some of us home, they can take us home, whatever. If they want to just come back and set up shop, whatever. Yeah. I just want it to happen at some point during my lifetime. Right. Just let us know you're here. You're out there. Yeah. I think I'd like some intergalactic love. <laughs> uh, well, Bobby we did say he would do that one time. So he was asked the question, and that wasn't me. <laughs> <laughs> that was you. That, that was you, me. sir. That was other Bobby. That was Bobby. Yes, it was Bobby. It was a Bobby, but not Bobby A. <laughs> that was Bobby Anthem. 
the, the question well, was posed to you and you said yes that you would make love to uh, another another alien species see this is going back to false memories because I believe that was you, <laughs> I think you well said. no I definitely said I would but I, I think that was you as well too I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't not do it, but I don't think it was, I don't think I said that. <laughs> but, oh, oh, okay. Here's a UFO sci-fi fan pop quiz. Okay. When you think of hot aliens, who do you think of? Seven of nine. Uh, who technically was, who technically, I guess, wasn't an alien completely. I would pick the, uh, the the chick on Star Trek Voyager, uh, I think she was Vulcan, I believe. I'm not entirely sure. On the, Voyager, yeah, the one with uh, Ca- Captain Archer, Scott Bakula. Oh, that was oh, on, Enterprise. Uh, Enterprise. Oh, Enterprise. Okay, about. yeah. All right, yeah. So the the uh, she was Romulan or one of those. She was Vulcan. Okay, Vulcan. she was Vulcan. Yeah, Vulcan. Thank good was, lord, dude. She was, was super she hot. Oh my goodness. Good God, yes, yes. hot. <laughs> Okay, oh. so, yeah, Hot Aliens, with, she's definitely up there in the top ten. With me, it's still from uh, Species. Dude, I was going to oh. say something about Species, but, like, I don't like what she turns into after that. <laughs> you know, um, I, 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 I can forgive uh, 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 menopausal changes. <laughs> I, I, I can overlook those those little minor things. It's okay. Well, would you guys allow me seven of nine? I understand she's not an alien, but she is Borg. Well, that's kind of an alien then, uh, because yeah, it, it didn't yeah. originate from Earth. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can you can take seven of nine. Thank you, Absolutely. and I will gladly. I will <laughs> gladly take seven of nine. Well, she, I mean, think about it. Seven of nine has boldly gone where no man has gone before, or woman. I would love to boldly go. <laughs> I would love to boldly go. With seven of nine. Yeah. Now, getting back to the uh, sill from species, it's kind of like how praying mantis uh, mate. You know, after they're done, they kind of bite the heads off the one they mate with. So, are, are you willing to go through all that, Dave? <laughs> Assuming that I haven't had my head bitten off once or twice already. <laughs> <laughs> you ask me that question, I'll say, you know what? I, I had a good run. You know? <laughs> it's like you're, you're ready to go. You're, you're I'm, I'm good. I'm all set. Die. Yes, I have lived. (laughs) Excuse me. (laughs) I have lived long periods of my life without my head, so I'll be fine. I'll be fine. But I do actually have a question uh, going back to uh, 1972 Mm -hmm. uh, with your cousin. It was your cousin, right? Yes, my cousin. Now, have have you and your cousin spoken about it since uh, since that occurrence? A couple of times. Yeah. He doesn't think it was. He honestly just thought it was some kind of a plane. I, I, and, 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 and for a couple of days afterwards, I was pointing out to him. It went in the opposite other direction. He said, well, then it was a helicopter. I said, dude, if it was that far off, it, we wouldn't have recognized it. it, it for, in order to see the light, it had to be close enough. And this was a night where if it had been a helicopter, we'd have heard it. No problem. That, this I am absolutely certain of. So he, I mean, he just kind of went, oh well, you know. And he, stuff like this really isn't on his radar. He's, he he doesn't have a conspiratorial mind. So you know, he he looked and he saw what he saw. 
I looked, and, and, and here again, <clears throat> this kind of rolls into that perception thing. I looked, and I saw what I saw. Yeah, there you go. Huh. Saw the same thing, but saw completely different Two, two, two things. different things, you know? <laughs> and, I mean, he, he concedes that, yeah, maybe, why not? It did go in the other direction, but I don't know. So, that's you know, okay. It, that's see, cool. for me, for me, that's good enough. I can accept that. I can accept, I don't know, maybe, over a, no, that's not what it was. Then what was it? I don't know. If you don't know, and you don't have evidence that it wasn't what somebody else says it was, then how can you really say that it wasn't? You know, so I can accept a maybe, maybe, I don't know. I can accept that. I don't remember of anybody I've ever, you know, had the opportunity to share the experience with. I don't know of anybody who just immediately completely poo-pooed it from beginning to end. And then that's it. You, you know, you didn't see that. It couldn't have been that. Nobody's ever done that. I mean, if you're like my cousin, I doubt if it was, but maybe it will. You know, who knows? Who knows? Um, <clears throat> I've talked to believers, skeptics, everybody in between. So what it, it, and his, this is what it has to boil down to. You know, I can look for all kinds of confirmation from all kinds of people everywhere. But the reality is it, it, it boils all, all the way back down to me. Yeah. And what I saw that night, that's the whole thing. I can try to confirm it till I am blue and never get satisfied. The only satisfaction that I've ever received <clears throat> is in the, the just knowledge that, yeah, I was there and I saw that. Whatever it was, I saw it. And from that point on, here we are today on the Inhuman Experience podcast talking about ufos talking about my little experience talking about my cousin jerry your cousin jerry it, it, that's really his name that's really <laughs> that, his name. that is very that's interesting. the only that's the that only person we know laugh. that's the only person we've ever known by that name unless we're going back to jerry ryan who was seven of nine and god i love her you're exactly right you're exactly right oh wow yeah. And so that's kind of what started you on your journey of into like the mysterious and unexplained, huh? Yeah, I would say so. And it was it wasn't very long after that that uh, in fact, probably three years that I saw the documentary, uh, the, the Eric von Donneken documentary, Chariots of the Gods. Chariots of the Gods. Then picked up the, the book. first one. Yeah. Uh, then I got the book. Yes. And the book was really just detailed. It had all these cool pictures and mm -hmm. explanations behind. Because the movie kind of clipped forward from from yeah. you know uh, evidence point to evidence point, but in the book it just it, it everything was broader and it, 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 everything was explained. And probably by the time I was sixteen, I was hooked. You know, I'd had my experience. I had read a few things. I had been interested. I saw the documentary, and when I read the book, it was like, oh, shit, this is it. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, it, it's, it's been a wonderful experience of just carrying on. And, and I got to ask, because uh, Transcontinental Project says, how big was Jerry? Uh, Jerry's a big old boy. <sighs> Jesus. Oh, Cousin Jerry's a big old boy. Jesus, yes, Hamburger Christ. <laughs> Healthy, we, 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 what the country folks would call a healthy boy. Yeah, healthy. He, he was a husky, husky child. 
we don't use those city-fied terms like husky <laughs> and all that shit. He's healthy. Oh, come on. All that's bone. not city. That's main country talk there. But, um, well, now, go ahead. Now I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, Dave, but I'm I mean, actually curious fine. because uh, because Blades uh, just answered your question. And we, we've, we've gone this long. Uh, okay, we, we, we don't release podcasts regularly. Uh, as regularly as we should, but we've been doing this for kind of a while now. Right. Blaze, we've known each other for kind of a while now. And you asked that day, you asked Dave that question, and I never thought to ask you what actually uh, got you started, got you interested in this type of stuff. Wow. Um, really, I can't think of one single instance. It was kind of just an amalgamation of things. Uh, growing up, I was always into like the kind of the darker side of things and the macabre a little bit. And <clears throat> I always felt like there was something that I needed to know that I didn't know. Um, so that kind of began my search. And, you know, watching uh, watching. I remember the first show, the first movie I watched was uh, War of the Worlds, you know, the black and white one. Yeah. And it scared me, but at the same time, I thought it was the coolest thing I'd ever seen. Mm -hmm. um, and then later on, I found out that, you know, the whole thing was uh, back in when they played it on the radio, people actually thought it was happening. And I yeah. said, wow, that's really cool. Um, and so that got me more and more into that. And like when I was young, I kind of went to the library and grabbed as many books as I could and tried to do as much reading as I could on the subject of like UFOs, ghosts and spirits, uh, demons and things like that. So it wasn't really one thing. And I wish I had a cool story that, you know, something happened to me or I saw something, but unfortunately that's not the case. Well, that's good enough, man. Now, uh, uh, Blades, did you say library? Yes, library. Let, the let place where they office. store all the books. I, I remember. <laughs> I know libraries well. I'm one of the five people left going to them. <laughs> let me Bless just tell you. Talking about the library. Let me just tell you, just really quick. Um, one day, a few years ago, uh, my daughter had to do uh, – a report just has nothing to do with anything paranormal or anything like that unless you unless you count you know that you can't really explain kids but um my daughter had a uh had an essay to write years ago the only direction that the teacher gave was that the students were not allowed to use wikipedia as a source my daughter who was very very smart very smart like super like ridiculously smart way smarter than i'll ever be and i would never ever let her know of that but um she cried because she didn't know what to do because she couldn't use wikipedia so i'm trying to tell her i'm like you can go to any other website but which one anyone google the thing that you want and you'll find it but i don't know where to go i'm like okay then turn your fucking phone off where you have internet Walk to the library like I used to do. Learn the Dewey Decimal System and hope <laughs> that the book that you're looking for is there. Do that, <laughs> you know. So yeah, I, I was a big fan of the library. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, and and we all got those stories of telling our kids, "You do that, and then you know what you do, you do it again." Because that's yeah. what we did back in the day. 
walk through 10 feet of snow through vicious electric spitting snakes to get to water. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Now, did you actually have snow in Louisiana? Vicious electric spitting snakes. And snow. And <laughs> snow. 10 feet of snow. Ten it feet. was the rarest, weirdest thing in the history of rare, <laughs> weird things. Oh, my God. I got. We got to do an entire episode on that. Snow with vicious electric spitting snakes. Exactly. That and yes, an I am ripping show. off, uh, what, what are they called? The Andorians from Star Trek, but <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a geek. What can I tell you? Hey, hey we, we embrace the geek culture here. And we especially love Star Trek around yes, here. <laughs> I tip my beard to you, Dave. You still speak to your cousin regularly. Does it come up occasionally, or you just you pretty much just moved on? I kind of think we've moved on. I have. We haven't talked about it. Uh, he had a car accident about seven or eight years ago, and it messed him up pretty bad. And I don't think we've talked about it since then. I've seen him since then, of course, but yeah. I don't think we've talked about it once, so... Well, it was kind of pivotal for you, but not much for him. No, I mean, it, it's it, for him, it's, it's you know, just a, a pleasant Christmas memory. Yeah. He got the walkie-talkies, and we got to mess around with them, and, you know, all that was cool. And, yeah, I, for, for me, the experience just had a little extra sauce on it. Yeah. That's, you know, that's the way I look at it. Now, Dave, I really want to ask you, um, is that your first and only experience, or have you had others after that? Uh, my only experience like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, I can tell you I think I've had other things, but I'm not 100% sure. Um, I've had some strange little, like, you know, experiences. But I'm not going to really get into that. No, never mind. Yeah, well, okay, never mind. Never mind. <laughs> I, I come off sounding like a knuck and foot. So. Well, this is this, this is what this we're is here the for, place. Man. This and, is the forum for that. And the reason the reason people are listening is because we want to hear stuff like that. And there's a bunch of knuck and butts listening to us right now, anyways. So. Give us all the juicy details. I just uh, okay. <laughs> I had a weird and this it's actually happened more than once, but. I'll tell you about this one thing. This was about 20, 20, 20, 21 years ago, maybe 19 years ago. I'm never 100% sure on it, but I don't know, man. There was just, there were things going on that I was aware of, but didn't know the details about with a very good friend of mine, somebody I really cared about. Um, uh, we had become fast friends, and he was one of those guys where you could sit down and talk to about all kinds of stuff. And and I found out he was messing around on his wife. And I remember we were at a barbecue, and I had just pulled up, and I got out of my car, and I'm walking, and I'm looking at him. And all of a sudden, into my head dropped exactly who it was, exactly how long it had been going on. Details I didn't fucking want just fell into my head and okay see see no, oh see what I'm saying it's nothing futs no you know what I I heard a very similar story uh, one day I was told by uh, a person I used to know 
that uh, she found out that her husband was cheating on her. Um, she had no reason to think that it was happening. Like, no reason, nothing, there was no cause for, you know, nothing. Nobody came to her saying, hey, I think your husband's cheating on you. There was nothing. Everything was good. But one day she had a dream. Or one night she had a dream. And in that dream, she was given a password. And it was it, it, it was the password to his email. Okay. So, and she remembered distinctly in the dream, she remembered the password to her e to his email, which, you know, she didn't have before. She never had any reason to have it before. But in her dream, she got the password to his email. When she woke up, she decided to test it out. So she went to his email, plugged in the password, and all everything. Well, I guess also I forgot to mention that in the dream, um, she actually caught her husband cheating in the dream. Yeah. But yeah, so when she woke up, put in the password, all the emails were there. So yeah, I, I mean, I, I, in my time, I've heard things like that. I just, you know, I, I as you were talking something uh, and sharing that story, I remember something came to my mind. I'm trying to remember who wrote it. I want to say it was a guy named Manly P. Hall. Uh, who wrote, I think, probably the, the definitive work on, on Eastern and Western esoteric ideas and religions and movements and secret societies. It's like an encyclopedia. It's a really good book. And, uh, or maybe it was uh, Madame Blavatsky who, who wrote about, even way back then, the higher sciences, <clears throat> things that we don't understand yet, things that, that, that we are... You know, we're still looking through a glass darkly, and this is what I mean. I think it was Manly P. Hall who wrote about, you know, you, you've probably heard about auras, you know, how, how we give all, all have an aura and all give off an aura. Mm -hmm. He explained that in higher sciences, this may be just a normal human process that we have not come to grips with or we haven't discovered or come to understand. <clears throat> but if, if something like that exists, not only does it go outwards, but is there a possibility that it can also turn inwards and we can receive information humanly, naturally, scientifically, something, and we haven't been able to prove any of these things yet. You know, what I'm talking about is high fucking conjecture. But I just, as you were talking, I remembered reading about that, 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 uh, the, the, the passage about higher science and that there are things that seem impossible to understand and impossible to wrap our brains around that could very simply be just another human function that we haven't been able to get to yet. Another human function that, that, you know, we're still, you know, the, 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 the kids scratching in the dirt. We, we know it's there, but we just don't understand it. Or we suspect it's there, but we don't understand it. Now, I don't know. If, I don't know if I have any kind. I don't, I don't claim to have any fucking gift. Maybe it is. Maybe it isn't. I don't, I don't want to claim to have a gift. I want this to go away and never come back. I hear you. Completely. I, hear you. I, don't, I don't ever want to have known any of this shit. Um, so, you know, I'm, a, I don't, I don't have a shingle outside. I'm not telling anybody's fucking fortunes. I'm, you know, 
because it doesn't work that way, as, as I discovered. It, it has nothing to do with predicting shit. Yeah. It has to do with, with knowledge. That's what it has to do with. It has to do with, with knowledge, knowing. That, uh, that goes kind of along with uh, what I'm thinking of when you were talking about that, is basically reading body language and the energy that a person is putting out. So it could just be that uh, we're tuned into whatever somebody's putting out there, and it's just uh, all energy and vibrations. See, and that's what I'm thinking. I mean, and, and, and that was my interpretation when I read that higher sciences passage, or maybe it, it became my interpretation over the years as it's come up from time to time. Uh, that that you know we we just have a natural human ability, and I'm not going to say to read each other's mind because I don't believe that. I don't believe that in the least little bit. <clears throat> But that, that intuition isn't some sort of a mysterious, esoteric thing. Right. But intuition can be as normal a function as breathing mm-hmm. if we just key in on our intuition. Exactly. Yeah. It's a sensitivity and an ability to uh, pick up on information that might get past other people. Or with the hustle and bustle of the world that, you know, people have learned to tune that part out. You know, and and, and the wonderful thing is, as science advances and as we go forward, and I've noticed this maybe not so much as a trend, but you'll see more and more really intelligent people who, who do philosophy for a living, write about things, write about thoughts and ideas and how society progresses, that through all of that, you know, one of these days we'll discover that something like intuition is a real physical, a real human physical function and not just some weird thing. I I really hope we do, Or, 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 or maybe it'll be disproven. I don't know. I recently just heard that, um, I can't remember who it is, but some very credible people, much smarter than myself, are saying that intuition should actually be considered a a sixth sense, like a legitimate sense that we all do actually possess, but some just have it, you know, much better than others, much like, you know, some people have stronger vision or better hearing or whatever uh, mm-hmm. some people just have intuition you know are just more intuitive but it should be considered an actual sixth sense well so you know uh, there it is uh, smart people intelligent people philosophers thinkers scientists <clears throat> actually looking and saying you know there may be something to this that that not everything has to be rationally intellectualized uh, down to the last drop that, that there is there, there are these higher thoughts, higher ideas, higher sciences. And if, if, if you know, we just kind of take the lid off the uh, closed mindedness and, and do a little research, you know, and I'm not talking about three YouTube videos research. <clears throat> I'm talking about get out there and, and you know, uh, read the other thinkers, read the current thought, you know, who's doing what, what's going where, <clears throat> you know. Hell, it's, it's thinkers and scientists that keep society moving forward. 
Whether you like them or don't like them, whether you like their ideas or not, it's those people that keep this whole thing moving. It's those people that have kept the UFO idea alive for all these decades. Yes, the thinkers right. and the philosophers and the people who talk about things and think about things and don't try to over-intellectualize and under-emotionalize and, and, and squeeze the life down to the last drop. Those and who to, dare. To, and to everybody like that, man, I take my hat off. Absolutely. And I think that's the, that's what's keeping it alive. You're right. Is uh, Those who are um, pushing the envelope in that sense where they're you know they're questioning it they're wondering okay what is, is this real you know can we can we dig up some more dirt on this can we go farther back maybe and find out something that someone may have missed and and goes back to something that I said, I think after I'd heard like the first or second podcast of the Inhuman Experience podcast, <clears throat> I put out a tweet. And this was a term I had heard years before, probably Reddit or something, where I said, these guys are searchers. Yeah. They're worth a listen. I That's, remember those, that and I appreciate those, those that. Are, you know, when I say something like that, that means, you know what? <clears throat> they don't have fixed fucking ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're willing to take that area of their thought life and be fluid with it. And I dig that the most. I call those people searchers. They are searchers. And then that's, that's as noble a thing as, 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 as uh, uh, being a thinker or a doer. Because if you're a searcher, that means you're looking for something ahead. You're always going forward. And you're looking for that next thing. Trying to uncover that next truth. If not for the whole world, maybe at least just for yourself. I believe, uh, speaking for Blades, I believe that's where we both kind of are with it. You know, not not necessary to blow the lid off of something for the world, but you know, just to get an understanding of these things for ourselves, so that we can, so that we can sleep a little easier. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. One of the things that used to keep me up at night, I remember I must have been four years old and my mother was just not trying to have this conversation with me. <laughs> I must have been about four years old. I was laying in bed and I really spent lots and lots of nights just laying awake, eyes wide open, just looking up at the ceiling in the dark. Uh, my mother was still awake and she was sitting in her chair. It was the end of the day. So I got out of bed and I just, I just went and sat on my mother's lap and um I remember saying, Mommy, I can't sleep. And she's like, what's wrong? And I said, I just can't stop thinking about how big the universe is. Mm. Like, there's a there's an end to everything. I can't remember. This was a very long time ago, so I can't remember exactly what I said. But basically what I posed to my mother was, there's an end to everything. If, if, you're, inside, if you're inside a room... There are there are walls in that room where yes. the room ends. So, if if everything has an end to it, then where is the end of the universe, and how is that even possible? What's outside the end of that? Because there has to be something on the outside of that, you know. And she couldn't answer that. She just told me that you know to try to think of try to think about something else. And but I mean, I've always thought about it. It's always been something that just kept me awake for years 
you, know. you see, Bobby, this is where it starts to get eerie because I had a similar conversation with my mom like that. Yeah. And I, um, that was one of the main reasons why I always had trouble sleeping at night was because I was constantly thinking about what comes after, what comes next, where, what's our place in the universe and where do, like, I was thinking, okay, so here we are on this tiny little planet in a vast universe, but what's after that? What's beyond the universe and, you know, what's our purpose? What happens? Like, what's our, what is the goal in all of this? And so I would just be ruminating on that all the time and then i would be worrying about it you know uh if something happens to this planet who's going to witness us you know who's going to bear witness to uh humanity basically and that's a lot to be on a little kid you know i don't know why i had those thoughts but you know it's it's like you said i I had that same conversation yeah so that's that's pretty, I guess it can be said that that's kind of why we do this, you know, just to try to get a little bit closer to some kind of truth, you know, like we, we stumble through a lot of the shit that we talk about, man, we're, we're like a lot of this stuff we're not educated on. I say it all the time. We're not experts on any of this shit. We're trying to figure things out and mm-hmm. we get, a, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, we get a lot of the stuff wrong, but it's the process. We're, we're, we're trying to figure these things out for ourselves. Well, that's the whole idea behind being a searcher, man. You, it, it's not always the straight line doesn't always lead in the right direction. Yeah. So that's why you know these there are veers. You you take a little you know a little bit left or a little bit right or you know make a circle around, whatever you got to do. And while you guys were talking, I was thinking, Jesus, I'd hate to tell them what I thought of at night. <laughs> all right now now that you put it out there what are you thinking of at night well back then uh oh boy i get to watch the three stooges in the morning <laughs> okay so, they were simpler times it was, they were simpler times at least it wasn't anything too heavy you know no no between, that would have been much easier. Yeah, between the Three Stooges and, and occasionally getting to watch Cadet Don before I went to school <laughs> made me a happy, happy boy. Now, you know what I used to like? I used to like Hogan's Heroes a lot. That was on in the afternoon when you got okay. home from school. You ah, got to watch Hogan's right. Heroes. See, I watched that at night. Uh, we On Nickelodeon <laughs> used to have that. And so it was uh, Gilligan's Island and then Hogan's Heroes. Brother, I had no Nickelodeon. I had nickel uh, five channel. Yeah. Well, you know, we're talking about uh, mid-80s here, so. And one, of course, was channel 39 that had, a, and I'll, I'll, I will mention this as, as, you know, I am a co-host of the WNC Super Party. Yes, uh, uh, the, one of those five channels was channel 39, the independent station in town. And, and it played the reruns of, of the Three Stooges and, and, and uh, Hogan's Heroes and all that stuff. Uh, the old 50 series. You know, all of that. Got a chance to see all of that great stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love the uh, those old. Uh, you know, every every city would have like a small local channel that was hard to tune into. It was always a little fuzzy, you know. And on a good clear night, you could pick up certain things. Uh, we had a channel like that in my city, 
and uh, that was the first time I saw. I don't know if you guys are familiar with uh, Fantastic Planet. Yeah. Yes, man. Yeah. Nope, I've never seen that. You should absolutely check that out, dude. I'm. I'm. Uh, I actually was able to find a link. Actually, a friend of ours, because I mentioned it once online, that I was searching for it because it made such an impact on me. And uh, a friend of ours actually found it and sent me uh, a link to it. So hopefully the link is still good, and I will send that to you. You should absolutely check that out. Yes, please do. I'd like to see that. Yeah, it's uh, it's animated. Um, it's about. Uh, life on another planet um, with what we're supposed to believe are humanoid creatures. Um, that should be enough to, to get your <laughs> to get you interested. I'll absolutely send you the link to that. I have a question. I have a question. Yes, are they made out of meat? Meat? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did they grow that meat in a lab? <laughs> Well, they're meat all the way through, so. <laughs> oh. Okay. Um, see, that was a good one, Dave, because I didn't yeah, know. Yeah, it just is, you know, as as thoughts will occasionally do in my damaged brain, they'll just sort of flutter in and go, okay. That's perfectly fine, and I'm glad you brought it up because we're actually going to get close to wrapping this up. We've gone for, I think, about an hour at this point, but mm-hmm. – uh, I mean, did you want to did you want to mention anything about that or not just yet? What uh, that we've gone an hour? I think that's no, no, no. Good. Well, okay, I got you. I'm I'm, I'm all for that. <laughs> Yay hour! I'm picking up what you're putting down. <laughs> oh uh, man! Yes. Yeah, so. okay. so. what, what? I'm sorry, Bobby. I'm I'll straighten up. I'm straightening up. <laughs> I'm 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 I'm, I'm uh, adopting a proper attitude. Uh, to to quote a good friend, to quote a good friend of mine, you're doing great. <laughs> I, I feel like I am. You're knocking them dead. Yeah, I'm feeling strong. You are doing great. <laughs> uh, but we are gonna we are gonna wrap it up soon. But you know what? There was there was something that you asked earlier on, and I know that I'm swinging all the way back around on, on this one. Mm-hmm. But swing away, when you asked, brother. When you asked us what we think about you know, the the conspiracy theory that the government has been uh, concealing information on aliens, um, it's been said, and this is something that I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have heard, that a lot of the technology that we have, if not most of it, actually is alien technology. You know, like fiber optics, microchips, even Velcro, you know. What do you think of that? I kind of hold a double-edged sword on that. Um, Absolutely, you know, we have made some tremendous advancements, even over the, uh, you know, go back 30 years, 35 years. Um, Cell phones look like bricks. Right. You know, now they look like business cards. Yeah. So in in 35, and there have been so many different little advances that, you know, you think, well, yeah, you know, I can see where a lot of this medical, you know, the, the, the medical advances could come from a higher intelligence. But then I think, well, wait a minute. Couldn't we have just thought it up ourselves? I mean, we've been thinking stuff up for a long time. And it's we've got more smart people on the planet than ever. Maybe we did it. 
So I mean, for me, that's a, a two-edged sword. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll, I'll, I can acknowledge it, but I also like the idea that it's it's uh, you know we're we're thinking this stuff up. Yeah. If I may interject for a moment, that brought up something that we had talked about previously on the podcast, Bobby, where uh, remember we were talking about we were missing like a couple hundred years from our timeline. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, 300 years. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like if we are so this far in our development now and we've got like all this stuff that suddenly came to the forefront, wouldn't it be uh, that somehow whatever happened to those 300 years that somehow got erased? Yeah. perhaps like during that time maybe something was introduced well i don't think it's like uh the way i understand it i don't think it's a thing where like you have a timeline and then all of these things that we did were cut out of that timeline i don't think it's a thing like that i think it's a thing like where we the years were jumped ahead you know what i mean mm-hmm. like just the numbers not the actual time you know, so it's not like it's not like uh, okay so what you're saying is we're not missing we're not actually missing any uh years it's just that somebody forgot to chronicle those things no no it's it's like uh i, I don't want to i can't even guess the years but it's just like saying okay we're almost at the end of 2018. It's just like saying everything is going around, going along smoothly, but we're going just straight from 2018 to, you know, uh, 2318. We're just going to say that it's 2318. Oh, okay. So it's not that the time was missing at all. It's just that they said, you know what, it's this year, but next year it's going to be 300 years later. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I got. I hope you that now. makes sense. I'm. I'm not. I'm not. The, for me to have a podcast, I'm not the best at explaining <laughs> stuff. So I hope I'm being clear. With, with hey, we're both in the same boat. You know, I try to. Sometimes I try to get my point across, and I either over-explain or under-explain. Well, we're getting there, which is another one of the reasons why we're doing this. You know, it's therapeutic for us. You know, we're helping. <laughs> helping ourselves and hopefully helping other people, you know. So I'm just digging what you're saying. <laughs> and I, and that makes me glad. <laughs> you're a good egg, Papa Dave. Thank you, sir. So are oh, you fellas. Thank you, sir. Yes, thank, thank you. you. Very much. Thank you again for uh my pleasure for joining with us and uh Blades unless you have anything else. Um I think that was everything. Honestly, uh, we put in a good hour and six minutes uh, before that little fiasco at the beginning. So um, I would say, yeah, we, we've got a good time in here. Sweet. Okay. So then, uh, Dave, if you could for us once again, um, plug anything that you want to plug. We know that you're with the uh, Wrestling's National Committee, which I just love. I love all the guys involved in that. So, uh you know. Dude, thank you very much. It's um, uh, look us up on Facebook, uh, the WNC Wrestling Network on Facebook. We are at the WNC Show on Twitter. I am at the Dave Sincere, and uh, the show that I'm involved with that I help do that uh, myself, Michael Corbin, Johnny Florida, uh, Jenkins, 
and a, a wonderfully movable feast of, of uh, uh, friends and, and, and family jump on and off from at various times to <clears throat> try to make everybody's cool down after wrestling soup as, 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 as fun and pleasant as possible. So if you get a chance right after wrestling soup, we're at Mixler.com forward slash the WNC show. Uh, we're on all the, the platforms that you can think of after we do the live show, uh, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, uh, all the uh, iPhone and Android apps. Just just look us up wherever you are. And, and we'd love to have you as, as a guest in the chat room. We'd love to have you as a friend and a follower. Uh, Thanks to everybody. And, and guys, again, I appreciate you uh, having me on. Uh, this has been a blast. Thank you very much. Thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. It's always a pleasure to have you on. Yes, sir. Pleasure is my business. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> and, and business is good, right? Hell yeah. <laughs> oh, man. And wrapping this up, uh, shout outs to uh, all our friends. And, and thank you to all our friends who have just been so very supportive of everything that we're doing. Just, you know, just uh, watching us go through this process, helping us out along the way. Friends like uh, Get in the Corner, Yuck Nasty Dog or Baby. Love you guys. Well, the THC Podcast, Boxman and Shaheen. And like I always say, check out nuclearheatgraphics.com for all of your art needs. Our boy Shaheen is incredibly gifted. Uh, he does art prints. He does pro wrestling, horror, cartoons, movies, anything that you want. Uh, portraits, he does pets, whatever. Check the man out. Uh, go to his website, nuclearheatgraphics.com. Yeah. Uh, shout outs also to our friends at Wrestling <laughs> Soup. Shout out to, uh, oh shit, we have our, 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 our some good friends of ours who uh, just sprung a big surprise on us and started their own show. Yes, Luke that's Birch right. And, and Sensible Sam. Uh, what's the name of the show? The Transcontinental, hold on a second here. <laughs> I'm trying to read this. The Transcontinental Project. Yes. Hell yeah, man. Hell yeah, they are they are among both of them, Luke and Sam. They're among the very best of us. Oh, yes, check them out. Yes, they are. And, 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 and... Oh, go ahead, Bobby. I'm sorry. Yeah, I was that was done. Oh, I was just gonna say, and and with a name like the Transcontinental Project, there are jokes to be made, and I will be making those jokes <laughs> on different shows and at later times. Stay tuned. <laughs> hell yeah i can't wait to hear Absolutely. those hell yeah shout out uh, to suplex city limits shout yeah. out to uh the federation um the strap uh geek culture cast network legend of the panel uh war my tardis uh lots of good stuff man the podcast that, yes and i sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you there but uh you always like to finish with the podcast that you're um you're also doing with saturday morning cartoons where you review <laughs> um so i just wanted to throw that out there too thank you so much absolutely saturday morning cartoons that is that is uh something that i think a lot of you people will be interested in checking out so please do please do that uh great guys um all they do is review the cartoons that we all grew up watching uh check them out you'll absolutely love it i, I actually do have a segment on on the uh on the show myself you know i'm not plugging it just because i'm on it i'm plugging it because it is a hell of a show can i ask a question 
yes, about uh, uh, the, the podcast, Saturday yes. morning tune. <clears throat> have, they ever, have you guys ever done a show about uh, Underdog? I don't think they've done Underdog yet. Well, I'm not, it's, I know it's I'm reaching into the way, way back, but one of my earliest memories was watching Underdog, Underdog on Saturday morning and, and singing the song. You know, it's yeah. here I come to save the day. Yeah. Oh, that's Mighty Mouse. Uh, yeah, it's Mighty Mouse. <laughs> um, uh, oh, shit, whatever the underdog song was. And and I just, I love that show. Fond, yeah. fond memories of underdog. Speaking of that, you just brought back some memories from the Wayback Machine. That was the first book I actually read on my own. <laughs> when really? I learned to read, yes, underdog. I remember having that book. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, I used to watch the cartoon. Um, Dave, you know, you can actually follow the guys uh, on Twitter and make the suggestion to them. Uh, follow Saturday Morning Cartoons at Morning Tunes, and that's morning with a U. And you can actually make that suggestion, and, and they will absolutely review Underdog. You know what? You're apt. I'll be taking care of that right away. Thanks, <laughs> sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> He's Thank you. Set. All right. Yeah. And yeah. so, once again, a, go ahead, Blake. Putting a nice little bow on the show. Um, you can follow the show on Twitter at iexp underscore podcast. You can follow me at Anunnaki Rob, or just look up Bobby Blades with a Z on Twitter. Uh, where can the people find you, Bobby? Uh, usually on Pornhub. <clears throat> yeah, you don't have to search too hard. Uh, you can find me at Bobby Anthem. That's Bobby A N T H E M. Yes, I'm and... a nice guy. <laughs> he is. He's definitely a nice guy. <laughs> you were waiting for that. I know. Yep. You were, I know you were waiting for that. <laughs> and uh, as always, if you have any stories you'd like to share, um, any anything that you'd like to, oh, see, I'm losing my words here. Um. Excuse me one moment, please. <laughs> <laughs> you got it. You got it. Uh, my throat is a little dry. If you have any stories you'd like to share or if you have any anything interesting you'd like us to talk about, you can hit us up on Gmail at inhumansex at gmail.com. And who knows, you might be a part of the show one day. There you go. We like to hear from you. So with that, thanks again for checking us out. Get with us next time. Yep. We will probably not announce it. We'll just show up and your phone will be a buzz. It's the mystery of the inhumans. That's right. Never. We're never there when you, uh, wait. <laughs> we're, we're, we're always on time. So I, whatever that DMX line is, I'm a little buzzed right now. So <laughs> just go with it. Just go with it. Thanks for listening. <laughs> Peace. We get to affect the prettiest, we get to affect the prettiest, we get to affect the prettiest, we get to affect
Superman, I'm saying I'm gonna get my 20 bucks and bang.